All right. So welcome to the very first podcast of Thinking Green, hosted by the Financial Learning Ambassadors at Valencia College. So to kick off this exciting podcast, I wanted to go around and introduce ourselves so our audience knows who we are. And I will go ahead and get started. And then after that, we will jump into our hot topic. So my name is Brenda. I'm a financial learning advisor for the West Region, and I am today's facilitator. Kim? Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us. My name is Kim Henry. I am the another financial learning investor advisor for the West Region. All right. Anyone can just jump in and just go ahead and start introducing yourself. Hello, everyone. My name is Amani. I'm a financial lead learning ambassador for the downtown campus. Hi, my name is Alexa, and I'm a financial learning ambassador for the East Campus. Hi, my name is Melissa, and I'm a financial aid learning ambassador for the downtown campus. Hi, my name is Yasmin. I am a financial aid specialist for the West Campus. Cool, so I think we got everyone. So we are going to go ahead and hop into the first topic. So we're going to be discussing school supplies. We're going to be talking about where you can find great coupons for school supplies, using your financial aid for the campus bookstores, and different websites that sells books for affordable prices like Chegg. So what are you guys thinking about that? I know school is starting um, August 23rd for most colleges and universities, and a lot of people need books. I need books. My books are about $100 each, and I'm taking three classes. So I definitely need some tips on where to buy books that I can either rent or um, cheap books. What are you guys thinking about that? Um, There's this website I discovered back in high school called the abebooks.com, and they have all kinds of books, textbooks, like regular literature books. Um, For the lowest prices, you can rent them. I've seen books, textbooks for as low as like $3, and they're good quality. You know, some are used, some are new, and the shipping's pretty fast, so I think that's something people should look into. Oh, nice. I know I, I know with that, um, a lot of students are also wanting to use um, online books because a lot of the times we have Zoom classes nowadays and some people don't want like, you know, maybe they don't want like books stacked up. So just tagging on to what Melissa said, you can also use Chegg and get your books online. So if you're the type of person that likes to control find, um, to be able to look for maybe helpful things in your textbook to be to use for like your essays and things like that. Um, you can use Chegg as well. Does anybody else have any resources that they use, any coupons or uh, anything like that? Well, first and foremost, you always want to check your school's bookstore to see if they have the books. They might not always have the best prices, but this is the first place you want to check. Um, secondly, you know, you can always check Amazon. Sometimes they have good deals with used textbooks or just, you know, brand new, better deals in the school. And if those are still too high for you, um, I use a website. I don't know if it's an app on Android, but for iPhone, it's also an app. It's called Cheapest Textbooks. And it has textbooks um, that people no longer need. And they sell them for super cheap. I've got my textbooks last semester for as low as I think like three or four books. And it only took maybe three or four days to get to me. And there's also an online site um, that you can do PDFs of some books. They don't have all books, but they do have some. Um, It's called Library Genesis. It's a really good website. You know what? You could also just check OfferUp because people sell their textbooks on there all the time. 
you know, I'm the type of person that I like physical textbooks just because I need it like in my face. Um, so I've sold textbooks there, obviously, you know, for affordable prices because, you know, we're college students, we're struggling, but that's a good place in Chuk too. Also, if you're taking like a language class, like a foreign language class or any class that requires like um, a code, some sort of code, don't buy the book from Amazon or don't just buy like a code from Amazon because it more than likely will not work. Um, you just got to buy that book straight up from the bookstore. You know what? You are right on that. Um, tagging on to what Melissa said about uh, offer up, um, not only textbooks, but um, school tools as well. Um, I found a one of my coworkers told me about OfferUp because I was looking for a um, calculator. And if you know, if you have ever taken statistics or anything like that, you know the TI-84 calculators are mad expensive. So typically they will run you up for the nice ones. They'll run you up about 100 to $200. Now, I'm not spending that. I already paid for tuition. That's not happening. So I went on OfferUp and found one perfect condition for $50. Um, no lie, I was going to buy it, but then I just downloaded a TI-84 uh, uh, TI calculator for free. So, but if you are looking for a calculator and you want a physical one because your school does not allow you to use cell phones because you're either in person or you're taking one of those online classes where you have to be recorded during the test, I would recommend OfferUp too. So does anybody have any anything else to input, anything else to say? OfferUp is a great site to um, buy calculators, but there's also another site. It's called Mercari. It's an app you can download on iOS and Android. They sell all types of things on there, but you could probably find some good TI-84s on there. I wish I would have checked those sites before I went and spent $150 on my calculator. Good thing it's, um, you know, chargeable, so I can use it for a long time. Yeah, and then also if we're just talking about like calculators, uh, like Brenda mentioned, there are a lot of apps online. I know one that's really popular and that I used to use in high school was Desmos. Um, so you have, you know, the graphing part of the calculator, and then you also have the functions and the different types of modes that you can activate on the website. And it's actually free. And it shows you like you can zoom in and zoom out using your mouse pad uh, to see certain graphs. And so I think it's really cool. And then also just like to mention, uh, we're still kind of um, in the back to school era right now because we're still in August. And, you know, just to mention that there are student discounts across all the different stores that you can go to and get different necessities that you need for your learning. I know for one of them, Apple, they have a deal until the September 27th, where if you buy uh, products that are using your student discount, you can actually qualify for like free AirPods. And then if you want the AirPods Gen 2, I think it's about $90 more, but that's on top of another purchase. So like less say, for example, you want an iPad, um, you can go in there, go through the Apple website specifically, not another one like Best Buy or whatever, because that doesn't work. But if you go specifically on the Apple website, and you type in that you're a student, your student discounts, it will apply. And then in the shopping cart, you're able to access, you know, AirPods that also comes with like free engraving, customization, things like that. So I think that's really cool. And I believe that they have it until September 27th. And 
then uh, everybody knows about the Spotify Hulu Showtime bundle, which is about $4.99 a month if you um, show proof that you're enrolled into an institution. So that would just be using, you know, your, your VID number and then also saying which institution you're from, which obviously it could either be UCF or Valencia and it works so you're good for about a year for that because everybody needs a little relaxation some downtime after classes i know i love to watch me some rick and morty so <laughs> that's on hulu uh so yeah there's all these great deals um with books i didn't know so you guys are hooking me up with all these little links i'm definitely gonna check out makari though thank you <laughs> yeah no for real I'm, I'm definitely gonna check that one out too i didn't know about that um but flowing into that, um, I, you know, we're trying to help students get books and things like that. And some students are they're they're like, all right, you know, I got the books, I got my financial aid. Now what else? You know, you may you may want a car, you may want to take the bus, but you need money and things like that. So let's go ahead and hop into side hustles. Um, let's talk about some of the side hustles that students can do. Um, I know for one. Uh, I hear this a lot and um, I haven't utilized on it, but I know a lot of people have. So something that you are talented in, you can make a side hustle out of that. So I know a lot of times during uh, while we're in college, you know, you meet a lot of people, you're able to network with a lot of students and things like that. And a student may look at your hair and say, you know what, your hair is always done. Who does your hair? And of course, if you do your own hair, then you can go ahead and advertise that and say, well, I do hair and you're comfortable doing other people's hair. Then that's something that you can go ahead and use as a side hustle and make money out of it. Um, so what other side hustles do you guys do or do you know about um, that can really help our students out? Yeah, so uh, there are a lot of side hustles, actually, um, since the beginning of the pandemic people got so creative and I saw a lot of uh, small businesses where they've been making simple things such as, you know, waist beads. Uh, they've been making nail art and selling uh, press-ons because if you're like a nail artist or if you like to do nails and you want to get into that, a lot of people have been using the press-ons and then drawing like cute little characters, uh, certain topics, and they would, you know, sell them on Etsy or other different websites. I know another side hustle would probably be the Depop era where you resell your clothes. That's also very popular. So let's say you don't want to have like a whole business, which I understand. Uh, we all got different time. So um, just basically they would sell like some extra clothes that they have that uh, may seem trendy. And so you're able to reap some of the benefits off of apps. Like I said before, Depop, Poshmark is another one. Uh, people have been getting really creative during this pandemic, and it's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, some more side hustles you can do. Like if you're really into fashion, this is probably like the best time to dip into it, especially during the pandemic. There's really nothing else to do. Why not try to learn a new craft or perfect your craft if you're into fashion? I know a lot of people were getting creative and selling hoodies with um, the hood on the inside lined with silk so it doesn't give you hoodie hair. Um, some people were selling press-on nail sets for upwards of like 100 bucks. Some people were selling their artwork. If you like to paint or if you like to draw, people were selling that. Um, glass art too. A lot of people were selling pottery. 
making jewelry out of random every everyday things like I know somebody made some earrings out of Dorito bags there's just so many things you can do you can really turn anything into a business if you market it right and if you have the passion for it and adding on to I'm sorry no 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 you go ahead okay um adding on to what Amani said I know that the library downtown if you have a library card they offer free classes like sewing classes they let you use their music studio they have a recording studio they have um cameras and they teach you how to take like professional cameras they have a robotics class and it's all free and uh, i think it's a really good opportunity like how my said to perfect your craft and you know build your little empire on that yeah definitely oh. a good idea you can go ahead alexa um i know for me during the pandemic I started to learn how to do hair. Um, so I think that has, doing those little side hustles with braiding hair, I know dreads are like a big thing now. I think that if you know how to do stuff like that, especially in Orlando, there's not many hairstylists, nail techs, use that as a side hustle. That's a great way for you to make money because everybody needs their hair to be done. Everybody needs their nails to be done. Um, so use your talents as a side hustle. If anyone on the downtown campus braids hair or knows how to do hair, please hit me up. I'll pay you. Love it. Hilarious. So um, speaking on the side hustles as well, actually. So we do talk about the skills that you have, but let's say you can't braid hair. You don't know how to do nails. You don't really like your style, whatever the case may be. Um, if you are good at writing essays, if you are good at editing, if you are good at um even Photoshop, things like that. Um, if you have Fiverr, I would definitely recommend to download that. Um, people go to Fiverr all the time to look for people that can maybe um, create an Instagram page for them, do marketing for them, um, write essays for them, things like that. You can also be um, become a tutor on your campus. So if you're on any one of the Valencia campuses or UCF's campus, you can also become a tutor and you can get paid for that as well. So that's something that you can do on the side um, along with your regular job. Or if you're just trying to maintain school and you just want a little extra cash, do that as well. If there's a subject you're good in, go ahead and go for it. Building on the editing, if you're really good at editing, I know a lot of people were trying to get into, um, you know, vlogging and all that stuff during the pandemic just to have something to do. I know people were looking for someone to do their thumbnails and my uncles found someone that does thumbnails and he get he pays them like 60 70 bucks per thumbnail so if you're good at editing you know how to make thumbnails for people you could make you know just some decent extra cash oh wow i didn't even know about that uh but yeah like a lot of different apps and stuff like uh small business the small businesses will essentially like hit you up if you're good at like graphic design and they're like, hey, like, can you make a logo for me? And I actually know a few people who have created logos for small businesses. Uh, and it's actually a very good thing because the logos usually they'll charge you about like $200, $300, and that's just on the low end. Uh, so, you know, creating logos for those businesses uh, will really help. I would also say another side hustle, it's not necessarily like, um, like a very big thing to do, but it kind of a keep in mind type thing would possibly be to start building up who you are 
And that would have to be with like networking and stuff like that. Like, for example, uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is very good for you to get in contact with different people in a field that you're interested in getting into. Uh, so like, especially people who have went to your institution. So uh, that could be UCF, Valencia, wherever. And you can actually hit those people up and ask them like, hey, I would like to shadow or tell me what, you, what it is that you do. It can add into side hustles because you can actually create a career path for yourself that you didn't know you needed before. You didn't know that was available for you. So I would definitely look, in, look into LinkedIn and building that up and also just investing in yourself because nobody else, nobody else ain't going to do it for you. So <laughs> might as well. Um, so yeah, just LinkedIn is very important. Uh, that's something that I stress, you know, who are you outside of your job? You know, uh, you want to make um, a place in the world for yourself. And I feel like that would be a great place to start, especially since we're in college. Um, you know, you can really essentially do anything right now. So I feel like you should take advantage of that. We all should. I know I'm building my LinkedIn page and I'm very excited for the future. I hope you guys take into account for some LinkedIn pages too. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. And um, real quick, going back to, you know, the back to school sales and stuff, um, Target is selling school supplies starting at 50 cents. You know, they're also having a sale for like dorm furniture between quotations, like comforters and storage bins, decor, wall decor, lamps, candles, and like anything you need for a dorm. You know, I bought a comforter for $25 and you know, I should be getting it soon. Um, if you download the Target app, you can scan the items you want in store and then the discount applies at checkout. And also um, Unidays, I discovered that app recently and it gives you like a bunch of discounts if you obviously can prove that you're in school. And I think it's really useful, you know, not to change the subject, but yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. Also, another back to school tip, um, especially if you're living on the downtown campus or just a campus in general. Um, if you don't have a car and you need to get groceries, I know Instacart can get expensive. Even um, I know Uber does groceries now, and I'm not sure how expensive that is. But knowing Uber, it probably is a little on the more expensive side. If you're a penny pincher like me and need help, you know, just saving a little money here and there, you can always do. Amazon groceries, Amazon Fresh. You get free delivery um, as long as you spend $35 or more. I get groceries every two weeks and spend 50 bucks. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And it comes within two hours if you need groceries. Yeah, those are really, really good information. Um, Walmart also has uh, discounts on their um, books as well. So I got some notebooks for 25 cents. So if you can't make it to Target, and just go to good old faithful walmart um yes target also i think walmart has this also the cups the plates um they have them for like 50 cents so if you're moving and you're getting your own apartment or you're going into a dorm room whatever the case may be and you need to get um plates and stuff they are like 50 cents at target i always see them i need to go and get them so that's something that you can get for the, the low Oh, cool. That's going to be helpful in the uh, dorm rooms as well. So um, actually what um, Melissa was saying about um, that she was able to buy her comforter for $25, um, that's kind of a great segue to um, some of the important events 
that we have going on this semester, this fall semester, um, not only for Valencia and UCF, but college-wide. So let's go ahead and get into that really quickly. Um, so loan extensions, for those of you that are taking out loans and you maybe need a little bit of time to pay it back, the extension has been pushed to January 31st. That's right. So it's been pushed from September to January 31st. So you have a little bit of time um, to be able to you know, pay off your loans and get your credit right. Um, speaking of your credit, if you are having uh, trouble um, really fixing your credit, getting it up to that um, 800 mark like we all want so we can be able to do the things that we need to do, um, we have a skill shop coming up for the East Campus and the uh, Downtown Campus. That's going to be starting off September 16th. Then we're going to move into a skill shop in October and finally in November. So go ahead and stay tuned for that. We'll be making more announcements on our podcast and probably on our cooking show as well. Um, also speaking on the skill shops, we will have donations um, for the food drive. So um, on the campuses, we have the pantry on the downtown campus and Pookie's Pantry um, on all other regions. So the East Campus, Osceola, um, and West Campus is called Pookie's Pantry. We will be assisting um, students with food items, um, you know, students that, you know, maybe maybe uh, lacking or anything like that, which is perfectly fine. We have you covered. Um, so what's going to happen is during our skill shop presentations, um, students can go ahead and donate to whatever campus is closest to you. We will have the student that donates the most. The first three students that donate the most will be getting a prize. So we have a first a place winner, a second place winner, and a third place winner. Um, so definitely go ahead and stay tuned for our skill shops so you can get more information um, and go ahead and enter to win. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the effects of the pandemic on college students, our housing inequalities, um, and just financial literacy as a whole and what students can learn during this pandemic, because I know a lot of our students has been hit hard. So what are you what are you guys thinking on that? What are your thoughts? I believe one of the main effects of the pandemic on college students, especially the last two classes, class of 2020, maybe even class of 2019 as well, and class of 21, um, I believe it affected our communication skills and the way we communicate and the forms of communication we had to resort to during this pandemic and i believe we're gonna have to work to i don't know how to say how to fix in a way how to fix our communication skills because it's just gotten so bad over the pandemic i feel like a lot of us have developed some sort of social anxiety because a lot of us haven't really left the house as much as we used to or done a lot of the things that we we've been accustomed to before the pandemic and it's affected our communication skills the most i would like to believe yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think that um, even with the, the way that the pandemic is set up, I think that so many people are in need right now that it's kind of even hard to ask for a handout because, you know, let's say, for instance, I'm lacking in food and I need something to eat for lunch. But because everybody's in the pandemic and everyone is losing jobs or most people are losing jobs, I kind of feel like I don't have the ability to ask anyone for anything because somebody's just going to say, well, aren't we all in the pandemic? Why not just hustle like everyone else? But 
I think especially with the things that we're doing with the food pantry and just educating students in general on financial literacy, we let them know that it is okay to ask if you are in need of something. Maybe it's food items. Maybe you need to, you know, come talk to a specialist and see if there are any scholarships or anything that you can get with that. Because although we are all in a pandemic, we all go through it. Right. And I agree with the point that, you know, because we're in the pandemic, it's made it a lot harder for everybody to ask for help because the next person is probably going through something maybe a little bit worse than what you're going through, or maybe the pandemic hit them a little bit harder than it did you. You know, I know um, a lot of people, you know, had to resort to unemployment. I know I did at one point. Um, The pandemic has also helped a lot of people step into their entrepreneur ways a lot of people got to start the businesses that they wanted to and because they got let go of their nine to five, they didn't really have any other choice. Um, so I think that's a positive from the pandemic. You know, a lot of people got to start their businesses. Like I said, uh, the one guy was selling hoodies with silk, um, silk lining on the inside of the hoodies. Another person was selling fitted hats with silk on the inside of the hats. Other people were selling their press on nails just to make ends meet. You know, some people were doing crochet uh stuff stuffed animals or whatever they're called you know making jewelry just anything they could to make ends meet because of the pandemic i also think that um the toll on the pandemic really hit cultures especially hard because it very much messed up our um not messed up but it kind of took a toll on our mental health because being not being financially stable kind of made us feel like okay what am I supposed to do because I feel like some of us were away for school not with our family weren't able to come home some of us were home but still wasn't able to kind of like piece together our life because it was like this just came so hard I don't I think that that is important also no I think you're very right mental health was a big thing this pandemic a lot of people were opening up about their mental health struggles and how we have to start acknowledging that mental health is real, that this is affecting everyone, not just the stigma that everybody has on mental health. So I feel like that's something we have to emphasize as well, reopening up in society is helping people with their mental health struggles. I know a lot of people were having depressive episodes you know, they couldn't even take care of themselves really because the pandemic was hitting them so hard from the isolation and just not being to have that, not being able to have that human contact. So I think mental health is very, very important um, to talk about, especially going back into civilization and reopening up society. No, yeah, that's that's actually for sure. I think um, being uh, college students and those are the main ones we talk to, I think um hustle culture being trending so much we have to remember you know I remember somebody I I read it somewhere actually where it's like well we don't we're gonna sleep until you know we die and it's like we yes we want you to make money and things like that but we want you to take care of yourself first cut where you where you need to cut you know what I mean like you don't have to work 13 jobs just so you can live a luxury lifestyle. Let's try budgeting. Let's try saving that money up so you can do the things that you want to do while you're also 
protecting your mental health. And I think that's so important, especially during the pandemic that we're in, where you're back and forth with Zoom classes and in-person classes and all these things like that. You want to make sure that you're taking care of your mental health, because if you're not, they are not really able to implement the things that we are discussing in this podcast because you're just not there mentally. So I think that that is, that's definitely important. And if you are struggling with mental health, we do offer um, bay care here on our campuses. Um, if you need um, a licensed psychologist to talk to, I would definitely recommend that as well. Um, does anybody have any anything else that they want to uh, input regarding um, the pandemic and its effects on college students? Yeah, um, I do. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired mentally, physically, just all of like all over. Like I am so tired because of this pandemic and just trying to figure out a work-life balance. I'm low-key ranting to you guys, but like I just want to let everyone know that it is okay to be tired. It's okay to take a break. It is okay to say that you need help. I don't think individualism is going to save us from this pandemic. I think collectivism and community is going to help, especially because we've been doing this individualistic thing for so long. People over here talk about not wearing a mask and look what happened. COVID cases continue to rise. So we have seen that individualism is important, but it's not what we need to get out of this. So, you know, if you are hungry, and it's okay to say that you're hungry because food costs we have seen have rose um, since the beginning of this pandemic. It's important for you to diagnose that and then also just seek out some help. It, it doesn't hurt a little bit. I, I know that we mentioned Cookie's Pantry and stuff like that, but there are other resources. You know, instead of like if, for example, you don't like what is given to you at Cookie's Pantry, you can go to local churches. There's always like uh, community newsletters that are sent out. Uh, all you got to do is probably go online and research what your community is. There's probably, I think there's a food market at Winter Park where um, you can actually like buy uh, fresh produce and other vegetables and stuff over there. And, you know, it's fresh. It's from local farmers. So, yeah, it's, in, you know, there's also government assistance. Yes, we look down upon it, but those are the people that are eating real good because, you know, it's, it's food stamps. You're actually given the appropriate amount of money for you to be getting, um, for you to be filling up your belly, you know, and the government is there to help us. It's not a bad thing for you to say that hey i'm on ebt okay you eating my kings that's what you're telling me <laughs> right um, and i don't think college students should look down on it either i know a lot of college students are eligible to apply for ebt and right. you know as college students a lot of us don't have the money that we should especially working minimum wage jobs just trying to make ends meet and you know pay for college so if you can apply for ebt go do that like yeah. yasmin said don't look down on anyone that has ebt because they might be eating better than you. Exactly. And you know what's even crazier is actually I didn't even know that you could also get health care from, um, from the government as well. Medicaid. Um, they offer, even if it's not for yourself, they also offer um, assistance for older folk as well. So like, let's say, for example, you live with your abuela or something and you realize, oh, she hasn't been to the doctor's office in a while. Well, you know, you can actually sign up for Medicaid and they'll give you that senior assistance to where it can help, you know, living with elders or just being around people who are older they will help them take them to their appointments you know help them um what else schedule 
um, show like, hey, like you can bring a nurse to your house. And for even yourself, actually, um, with Medicaid, you can sign up for therapy, you can, um, you know, book appointments with urologists and OBGYNs. And then also you can get dental care from um, the government as well. So that's very important. All you got to do is just sign up. Um, I think it's My Florida Access is where you can find the application process. It's not that hard um, because food insecurity and just overall health is what we need to, you know, kind of refreshing ourselves up, pick us, pick ourselves up by the bootstraps, because how are you supposed to work? How are you supposed to function if you're not doing well yourself? Um, and I think that food security should really be talked about, especially since we do know of, of a few, few food resources. And so just food insecurity in total, if you don't know what that is, is to just essentially your food and eating patterns are based off of your income, your lack of money, your other resources. I know y'all have been to the restaurant and you're like, oh, I'm going to treat myself, right? Well, you, I know you look at that, that menu and you look at the cheapest thing that you can eat, right? I know we all do it because I do it, child. So I know it's bad. <laughs> I second um, that. Yeah, like, you know, you go there, you're like, I'm gonna treat myself, but I'm gonna limit <laughs> my treating skills, which is good. That's good. It helps with budgeting and stuff. But also, I think we need to find food, um, fun in food and eating in general. I feel like, you know, with diet culture and all that other stuff and going to the gym and things like that, it's important. But also, sometimes it does take away, you know, the, the love that you have for eating and putting things in your in your body, you know, like restrictions and limitations is really hard, especially when you don't know um, another person's situation, because, you know, you never know what goes on in other people's lives to where, like, you know, you'll be like, hey, come out to eat with me. And they realize they don't have enough money for what they ate. Don't you want to lend a hand to your friend and be like, hey, don't worry, I got this. You just grab whatever you want from the menu. So, you know, like, I just feel like community is very important in these times of need, especially amongst Hispanic and Black non-Hispanic households. You know, it's up to like 12 to 18 percent um, stating that they do have food insecurity, that they're food insecure. And, you know, especially if you have disabilities, that's also difficult to manage. And, you know, I feel like this, this conversation needs to be had because people are starving every day. We see the rise in homelessness, which is another subject that we could talk about. But, you know, food assistance programs are there. I remember my entire um, school career, public school career, from elementary school all the way to high school, I was placed on um, the food assistance program where, you know, I would go to lunch and my lunch would be free. And, you know, I used to look down upon it because I was like, I want a fruit roll up. <laughs> I want I want a Lunchable. The thing is, I couldn't afford it. My family couldn't afford it. So, you know, even now I kind of carry that mindset and it's it's very um, a subconscious thing where like I carry it and it's just like, you know, I can't eat this, but I can't because I don't have the money for it. And so then you beat yourself up. But, you know, are you going to beat yourself up for being hungry? I hope not. <laughs> because you need that to live and function. And so, you know, it, it, the help is out there, guys, just in general. And so we'll continue to put out more things. We do have a cooking series coming up on YouTube where we're going to show you all different types of quick and, um, you know, cheap recipes to make on your own. 
um, whether that's if you're living in a dorm or if you're living in another um, housing unit, it's important because cooking is essentially a very <laughs> underrated skill for you to have because you got to eat every day. So uh, I'm very excited for that cooking series, though. I'm, I'm talking my I'm talking your ears off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's it's straight. Say it for the people in the back. Oh man, does does anyone have does anyone have anything to add? Any any closing remarks? What's going on here? Um, I just want to say one last thing before we close out this podcast really quick. Uh, make sure you're checking on your friends, you know, everyone, because you never know what anyone's going through, especially with the mental health struggles. Um, if you can donate food, make sure you donate to Pookie's Pantry. And as Yasmin said, don't forget to check out our cooking podcast, our cooking series coming out on YouTube called Collegiate Cuisine. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and close it out here because we want to we want y'all to come back for more. We want we have a lot of juicy topics that we're here to talk about. And again, we are here to support the student population, not just UCF, not just Valencia. Um, but the entire student population and, and those around in the community, we are here to support you, give you some helpful tips um, from your peers. So again, I just want to extend a huge thank you to all of the co-hosts here today. Um, I want to thank you, Alexa, Amani, Melissa, Yasmin, uh, Kim. Thank you all for participating so much. I need you guys. You guys heard them. We need you guys to go ahead and check out that YouTube video, um, College at Cuisine, our cooking show for helpful cooking tips, and also tune into our next segment. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be disappointed. So thank you all so much for tuning in.